0: Hello, friends, and welcome to the And Scene Podcast, Episode 2? Episode 2. I'm Arjun Moda, and with me is Aditya Vedapuri. Again, say hi, Aditya.
1: Hello.
0: So, our previous episode, we talked through the CIA argument scene in Charlie Wilson's War. Today, we wanted to change up the tone a little bit, and Aditya uh, sent me a couple of scenes from a movie that we both love, from a series we both love. The born supremacy. And the idea, do you want to talk through which two scenes you sent uh, me to consider and why you sent those two scenes first? And then we can talk about which one we picked.
1: Yeah, I, I sent the. Um, well, I think we were thinking, we're trying to think of good uh, scenes that are less around the dialogue and more around some, some action that's happening. So I sent you the scene where Bourne is uh, interrogating someone and, and they, they get into a huge fight at the guy's house. And then the other scene I sent was when Bourne is being interrogated at the airport. And he's just kind of sitting there, sitting there, sitting there, and then explodes on this overmatched TSA guy.
0: Exactly. And if I remember correctly, the the TSA scene happens earlier in the movie, uh, and the scene we're going to end up doing is the fight in Munich. I think it's I forget if the guy's name. I don't know how to pronounce YarDa Jarda. It starts with a J though. I can't. I forget if it's like a soft J or a mm-hmm. <laughs> J quick metrics on this scene it's about what two minutes and 50 seconds long something like that A little under three minutes great it is from the born supremacy again which is the second movie in this i guess five movie series but frankly i only really consider the first three right yeah
1: three are canon two are bullshit
0: <laughs> yeah but i guess first of all this is one of the best action movies i think probably ever and definitely one of the best action series ever i for me it's this and john wick are my two favorite action series in general yeah
1: no i definitely think so i, I remember seeing born Sub- i saw born supremacy Sub- first actually
0: really it came out yeah actually let's l- l- just go right into then like what when was the first time you watched this and talk me through that i so i my dad was a big fan of
1: the first couple he he was a fan of the books too and then um i think i had gone somewhere come back from a trip and my dad had seen it and he was like Okay, you gotta see this movie. You mean the supremacy or identity? The supremacy, actually. Got it. So we watched it, and it just—I just remember being like so in because it starts with you think everything's fine, and you're expecting some domestic stuff, and then spoiler alert, like his girlfriend dies in the first five minutes, and then it's just like nonstop from there for the rest of the movie, and it—it's basically like one long chase through multiple countries it's almost like a cliche now but i feel like the born series really started that like globe trotting like constant you just there's really almost no point in following the plot it's kind of like various cia project names shouted at you over and over again
0: i would say the The whole thing of you and I are sort of of this age where supremacy comes out in 04, I think. So you and I are probably both around 11 at the time. Mm -hmm. And we're both of an age where I think that was just old enough. We were almost just sentient enough as human beings for our dad to want to start sharing some sort of shit with us. That was Mm -hmm. like a little bit more mature than like just watching children's movies with you as a child. And I definitely relate to the whole born being one of those things that I shared with my dad as a kid my specific recollection of it is i I did see these movies in order but i remember i'm hoping i'm remembering this correctly i think either like a couple days or a week or two before supremacy was released my uncle mentioned to my dad that supremacy is coming out and they were both excited about that i don't know what the hell this was so they told me oh, watch Identity. We'll go rent it from... Uh, we, we didn't have like a blockbuster by us. We had what was called showbiz video. So we, let's go rent it from showbiz video and you can watch it. Then i will watch Supremacy when it comes out. Obviously, I did exactly that. Watch Supremacy in theaters. I want to say the week it came out, but again, maybe my memory is hazy. Mm-hmm. And sort of like you said, Supremacy can get dense for an 11-year-old. Uh, the first one's pretty straightforward, but mm-hmm. Supremacy and I think Ultimatum can get a little bit dense for an 11-year-old who's mostly just... Interested in the fights and maybe zones out here and there and some of the plotty stuff. I'm trying to figure it out, to be honest, with Blackfire, Treadstone. Exactly. Which, you know, it's funny that then if some years later, I want to say my junior or senior year of high school, my friend slept over my place and in one day we watched all three and finally it all made sense to me as a piece. But man, it, it's just, the, the action is really, really incredible.
1: Maybe, you know, talking a little bit about the actual scene, Mm -hmm. This is a brutal, like, close combat fight, right?
0: Real quick setup on that is he's coming to this guy, Yarda, Yarda. I forget how he says it, but I'll say Yarda because it's Germany. Mm. He's going to meet this guy, Yarda, who I think was also... Another agent from I forget if it's Blackbriar or Treadstone, I forget which one's which, but okay, Treadstone. Uh he's another agent from Treadstone and he's just is I guess trying to get info from him as someone whom who has similar uh, background as him. Shows up to his house, fight starts. It goes all
1: the way to the top, man.
0: <laughs> it always seems to. Um but go ahead. Now you talk about the actual scene.
1: Well, I you know, it's it's kind of more so I, I went to see Die Another Day in theaters, which was '04, I believe. Is that Brosnan and Halle Berry one? Yes. Okay, sweet. And I was young enough where that was kind of cool, but I was old enough where, you know, James Bond says something flippant and then does some, like, floofy thing with a pen and all of a sudden something explodes. And, like, I could tell that that was kind of silly. Like, it was fun, but it was silly, right? Mm-hmm. Good action movie for, like, a kid to watch. And then you see... Like Bourne uses props in this scene, but it's so brutal and it's like kind of scary and not glamorous at all. And it was like the first real, real fight scene that I I remember. think
0: on top of that, everything that happens, at least in this fight scene, is super, it's, it's almost some of the brutality of it is almost heightened by how easily understandable everything is in it. It's yeah. easy for an 11-year-old even to understand like choking someone out with a wire or what happens when gasoline meets a burning toaster or something like that.
1: Or if someone has a knife and is trying to you know point it. At
0: right. You. It's not like go go gadget gun or something to that effect. Yeah, exactly. I forget what I was what I was going to say next. Oh, I remember now, sorry. I think first of all I would I'm assuming you agree here is that supremacy and ultimate probably take it a peg up from what identity was
1: yeah so for me supremacy is the clear i've seen this movie i think maybe more than any other movie um just by virtue of it being on tv 45 times a day i think i like it the most by a pretty significant margin but then yeah i think uh ultimatum
0: and then identity
1: and i don't know i don't return identity as much as the other two at all So maybe i'm
0: wrong about that but no i mean me neither i i i I would say the gap is smaller between Supremacy and Ultimatum for me. But one thing I was going to say was those are the two, I mean, Ultimatum and Supremacy are the two Greengrass movies. I think what, as I've gotten older on rewatches, one thing that sort of brings Ultimatum just below Supremacy for me is Ultimatum. I think Greengrass kind of engages more in, let's say, like Greengrass shit of you're really not going to be able to see what's happening. <laughs> and it's going to, you're going to feel like you're right there at the claustrophobia whole sort of let's say gimmick, but that might be too uh rude of a word to use.
1: This was so we were young, but this was like a huge talking point, mm-hmm. right? The the shaky close quarters, like rapid, rapid cuts yep. in, in all fight scenes. It I think is deployed to its apex in supremacy. And I think it runs where like where's that as well really, really quickly before even the decades
0: over. I was gonna say this scene specifically is it does it uses the correct, I think, amount of the green grass tricks, where it is frantic, but all of the action is so clear and still super gruesome, graphic, how and and really, frankly, affecting. Like the one when he's finally choking out Yarda with the uh, wire, like it, it is not cool.
1: Yeah, because green grass can do it so that you know what's going on at all times, and and he also knows when to let things breathe a little bit. And I think
0: when other people ape that style, it's just kind of like,
1: where the fuck did that arm come from? Or like, what, you know, who's like? And even in so- this scene,
0: you almost, because I guess it's a very simply laid out apartment, obviously on purpose, you just know almost just where you are in the apartment at all times even. Yeah. And I don't know, I think that almost adds, that adds a, a certain level of the whole thing I was referring to earlier where even an eleven year old can understand the action in this, whether it's just the actual physical tools being used, but the the such clear sense of space heightens that effect even more and makes it even cooler of a scene.
1: Yeah. And this is like there's some real weight to the punches being thrown, right? And the, the kicks and everything. Like it feels it's kind of I, I know we talk we don't love identity, but the the pen and book scene in the in oh, I like identity me? a
0: lot, but yeah it's just not on the same level
1: yeah that's that's another great fight you know and and for me at least I, th- I think this series really
0: was the first
1: like great great action series that i can remember that had these kind of quality.
0: i would agree with that i, I would say I, I i definitely once i finally understood the plot was like oh this actually plot is super cool it's not i, I like i would say born series and john wick series for completely different reasons almost um with a little bit of overlap but yeah, yeah. There are some little bits of this scene that I really love too. Is the him pulling just a stack of papers or a magazine to start beating Yarda with. It's so cool. Right. like you would never think of that, but it makes sense. Because if someone hits you hard enough, is it going to kill them? No, but he's just trying to grab for something to hold, to stave this guy off while he can try to figure out his next move in the fight.
1: And it's so like the guy lunging at him with a knife and him kind of swatting him away with the magazine is I just think that's so
0: neat, and it's
1: so believable
0: too. Like the way it's, it sounds and everything. Absolutely, uh, the sound editing. Yeah, it just you the whole sense of space is incredible. Like we sort of alluded to a couple times already, and his, not to belabor the point, I guess, but like him using then the a, a different magazine, I think, to turn on the toaster and turn on the gas. You know what's coming, but it's also somehow the cool. You're like, I would have never thought of that, even though, even a child could do that.
1: Yeah, this thing is happening in two minutes, right? And, and I guess for a little more setup, he's fighting this guy who has already called, I guess you could call it backup. So basically Warren has to get out of there in like five minutes. And he has to beat this guy who's as good at him as fighting. So mm-hmm. to have the presence of mind to like beat him as he does and then undo the gas, like put the magazine in the toaster, set it to toast and get out of there right as these other guys are running in to come after him. And then it ends with the house exploding. It's it's really, really cool.
0: Yeah, I weirdly thought, I mean, I, I don't know if you're supposed to, I mean, I know you're probably not supposed to think this. I definitely thought like, oh man, hope those CIA guys are not dead. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I, I was worried like, cause they come in through a gate, right? And mm-hmm. they get exploded back. And I was definitely like, man, I've, I'm i worried one of them got impaled on that gate. And that just seems gruesome <laughs> and aggressive to me. Shout out to the CIA guys. Um I hope they're okay. Best job. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: We just rewatched the scene with the screenplay in front of us. Any thoughts from that experience? Things that felt different?
1: No, just from a screenplay
0: note, it seems
1: wild to write a fight. Yes, it's so funny because it's like exclamation point, blam! You know, yeah. pow! <laughs> Warren takes a hit to the face. Like it's just, it seems impossible to visualize. And I'd be curious to know from anyone really how much say the writer gets and what the fight actually looks like or how they translate that to the, the actual scene.
0: Yeah, I would love to be a fly on the wall of those conversations of to what degree it's the writer, to what degree the director is throwing ideas in, to what degree... I mean, I, I guess I don't know where the job description limits are for a stunt coordinator, but whether they're coming up with literal ideas to, of stuff to do. There's definitely there's definitely some real ideas on the page there. It's not just yeah, like the scene. thing is in there.
1: Exactly. The way he dies is
0: in there. Cause I feel like if you put me in that position, I would just write action scene happens. It's cool as fuck. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so it's really, it'd be interesting to see what, what the writer visualizes and what happens. I, I forget if this one was written by Greengrass or not. I think it's a Tony. Gil- oh, no, it's Gil-Roy. Gil-Roy, yeah, yeah. I think it's a Gilroy one. Gilroy, who shout out is like the master of creating agencies and conspiracies. Like that guy what he thinks of government. I would love to just see what happened to him.
0: Yeah, well, he might be a deep stater. <laughs> Anything else or before we move on to related readings? Great.
1: Action movie score,
0: right? Yeah, I didn't I'm not I didn't I didn't think of it, but yeah. I I love the Bourne score. I think it's sick whenever he's
1: walking kind of fast around. Uh, who did this for? Do we know? I wish I could walk like
0: that. Uh, let me see. John Powell. Who are you, John Powell? He did this stuff for a bunch of uh, animated movies like Ants, Chicken Run, Shrek, Robots, Oh, that was great. Happy Feet, Ice Age. All bangers. Then he did a bunch of so did a couple of Bourne movies. He did a Star Wars one, which seems crazy to me that it wasn't a John Williams. United ninety three. Oh, he seems like a green grass guy. He yeah, did it seems like green a green zone. grass guy. Exactly. Yeah. And you is, is, is that Sorry, United ninety three is also green grass, right?
1: Yep. Got it. I love it. I think it's great. It's one of my favorite action movie scores. Actually, there's something about like walking around a cool city in a rush with this playing on in the background. That's
0: I'll have to like iconic. Pay attention closer to that next time I uh, watch the movie again, because uh, it didn't stand out to me, but. I, I just think of, like, kind of aggressive strings. Yeah. Can we do, um,
1: would you take Jason Bourne over James Bond?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, I would. I think I would, too. It's because I think if you give Jason Bourne the stuff that James Bond has, like, you're dealing with a real, real problem at that point.
1: Yeah. And, I, yeah, I think, except James Bond could be like, who are you again? And James Jason Bourne would be like, oh, fuck, <laughs> But um,
0: one of them aggressively knows his name, and one of them aggressively doesn't.
1: <laughs> I think uh,
0: I would put maybe Daniel Craig up there in terms of
1: being as convincing, but I think Matt Damon is is really under underrated.
0: This was, frankly, my introduction to Matt Damon. Yeah, I think I can't think of something else I would have watched before this. So to me, I think for me it was Good Will Hunting. Yeah, I didn't watch Good Will Hunting till later because my parents would not let me watch things with that many f bombs in them, but. Mm. But I think, if I remember correctly, I always thought of not always, but for some time as a younger person, thought of Matt Damon as strictly action star because of this stuff. Like to me, he was the same way I thought of P- Pierce Brosnan. I've never seen Pierce Brosnan in anything else when I was a kid.
1: Yeah, which is interesting because if you look at some of the discussion around it, is
0: like, wow, Matt Damon,
1: this like drama guy, is gonna take up this action mantle, and I think there was some question about whether he could do it. And uh, I mean, part of it is like Bourne doesn't talk at all, and he's entirely action-driven like he's like a video game character and to make that seem like a real person Matt is really good
0: he's awesome related readings I would say the other Born movies uh, at least the, of the first three full disclosure I haven't seen Legacy but I can tell you right now that the what it's, it's called just Born, the fifth one I think Jason Bourne yeah yeah not any good at all Great scooter chase scene.
1: I would, you know, in terms of just pure scenes, I would recommend the the pen and book fight in the first one Mm -hmm. and the car chase
0: that ends the second one. In the third one, I love the whole switcheroo of him, them thinking he's in one place in New York and he's just in his office or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. Get some rest, Pam. Yeah. I mean, that whole thing is also awesome. Yeah. Any other related readings? I, I can't really think of, I mean, there are other action series, but. I don't know how useful that is, frankly.
1: Honestly, the books are really fun and entirely different and unrelated. So I recommend the books. Also, this movie came and went and it's a little on the nose, but Greengrass and Matt Damon made Green Zone.
0: Mm.
1: Which is kind of like a conspiracy thriller set in Iraq.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, I've never seen it, but I know it. It's
1: not it's it's good. It's not, you know, I, I think it came at a time of like an Iraq criticism fatigue, but it's a really good movie.
0: Sweet. I'll have to check that one out myself then. Anything else or should we call call it a day there? Uh, I think I'm good. Great. Well, if you have been listening to this and if we actually publish this one as well, thank you so much for doing that. You're the best. And Thank you,
1: MailChimp and
0: <laughs> Squarespace. Yeah, sure. And... Uh, oh. Take care, everyone. Uh, Be well.